0: Hey girl, you trying to hit this? Oh, you know
1: exactly what I need. What's up? Happy Tuesday. It is another week of Two Girls, One Blunt, and I am your co-host, Jamie Lee Simmons. Oh,
0: I'm Emily Wade. We're going full name with this bitch. Okay. Yeah,
1: we gotta let them know who we are. We're getting official here. Lots of big things coming. Y'all don't even know. But well, we're excited to be able to share it with you when we can. Yeah, we have a big surprise. And once we announce the surprise, you'll all be surprised <laughs> and very happy uh, to take in more wonderful content. Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited, too. Um, I guess this week, the episode's going to be released, uh, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, on 2-22-2022. So it's two 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 two. That's like very pleasing to my brain. It is on a Tuesday, <laughs> on a two day. Yeah, if you're on Hayes Radio, you, you might not be listening to this on exactly on two 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 two. But either way, I think our message today, uh, you guys will like. What two 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 is? I'm like super spiritual. You're dabbling in the spirituality realm. Um, I feel like I've been very spiritual. Yeah. my whole life. And we're, we're learning so much. And the two, 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 two is a portal. Like on a, it's one of the best days for manifestation. So this day is huge for abundance success. And, uh, it's the first time we have like a Pluto return in like 200 years. So planets, and it's in the second house, which means it's all around, this is astrology stuff, but stay with us. If you're not an astrology person, uh, it's all around wealth and finances, So tonight and today is a great day to manifest and release any of the things that are holding you back and readdress kind of your own, uh, fears and mindset around money. And actually, sorry, no, it's okay.
0: We're we're filming this on a full moon in Leo, which is all about releasing bad energy, things that's been holding you back Mm -hmm. and blocks in your life. So,
1: yep it's all good shit and stepping into your full power as a person. Um, and so Emily and I, you know, this will be like a little bit more of a serious episode, I think, but you've, we've make jokes about our childhood and our past. And we talk a lot about, you know, situations with our friends and dating, and there's so many things in life that can hold you back. But I think you and I have done a really good job of getting our mindset right. So that those things don't hold us back anymore and we're able to achieve the success that we've had
0: yeah let's give ourselves a little pat on the back for that
1: <laughs> oh yeah you hear that what? not to that brag was, that was such an old lady laugh <laughs> <laughs> i didn't even notice that that's like the justin bieber when he makes fun of the uh he's like i like your laugh that's a nice laugh and he goes ha, ha, ha. like yours wasn't that bad but it just reminded me i've never that. seen that <laughs> you've never seen that i didn't know justin bieber could be funny wait no I thought he
0: was just like mean to a, his wife
1: this is a side note we're gonna pull this up it wouldn't be two girls one blunt without us just you know <laughs> completely going off topic every time uh, every single time but I'm gonna say <laughs> alright Justin Bieber laugh video <laughs> uh,
0: uh,
1: uh, uh. I feel like <laughs> Count Dracula alright ready
0: oh this is him like a baby so
1: Gomez said that she wants to cut your hair yeah did you hear that I didn't
2: hear that, but... What do you think it Sounds that? like
0: something she said. <laughs> I like that laugh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, I have seen this. Or I've heard it at least.
2: <laughs> um, he
0: was such like a little shit like back then.
1: I totally would have done that
2: and I made know. fun of somebody. I thought
1: it was so funny. Um, but yeah, so today's a big day about manifesting. I think one of the things that has really helped me personally. And I mean, you can speak on this after and let us everyone know your experience, but writing down my goals and actually like journaling for manifestation has been super helpful.
0: Yeah. I feel like our, our whole life, people have been like, you should just write down what you want to do. Yeah. Write it down and it will happen. There's something about putting like a pen to paper. Or, I mean, I guess writing on a keyboard, it doesn't have the same feel to me. I think paper is real. Yeah. But, like, writing
1: that down and just expressing that intent, there's something special about it. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think, like, getting your mindset right. And so, for us today, like, this day is really about spirituality. Like, I do a lot of meditation and the journaling and all of that stuff. And if you're into astrology, there's a lot of significance behind the numbers and the day and the stars and the planets and everything. Um, there's a lot to it, but this is, this is all about money. So I think if you're interested in making money, you're interested in growing, like you're interested, you have a goal and a dream and you want to accomplish it. And anything that's holding you back, making you feel like you can't do it, whether it's a job, a person, a situation, financial situation, like, like, These tools that we're about to give you hopefully will help with that.
0: I think we also talked about some of this on our new year, new bitch podcast Mm -hmm. about like releasing the old, Mm -hmm. bringing in the new mindset, changing your mindset and writing everything down. So you hold yourself accountable.
1: Yep. Absolutely. Um, There's a couple of things. There's a couple of things that you can do to prepare yourself for tonight's. Today's magical day. The first thing would be you have to do something that puts you in like a higher state of consciousness, like a higher vibration, something that makes you feel joy when you're doing it. Like you have drive to get up in the morning. When you're taking action in those ways, that's when your manifestations will come true.
0: Could it be something like going to a trampoline park if that makes you feel happy?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It could even be just meditating and just being like, (laughs) I'm going to be. Not a piece of shit today. I'm, I'm like, no. I'm not going to let this get in my way. <laughs> we have to go laser tagging to open the portal. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we are going to go to a comedy show tonight um, with one of the girls from Broad City tonight. So that's going to put us in a state of mind where we're like, we are going to fucking get shit done for our podcast. Yeah. And content and being around people that inspire us.
0: Mm-hmm. Meditation know? is great. I fucking love meditation and it helps. But you can also do fun shit if that's not your jam. Yeah. And just anything that makes you feel good about yourself, working out,
1: journaling, going for a walk on the beach. Um, Another thing to prepare yourself would be part of moving up and growing is, I mean, you have to heal the shit. You have to like let go of old shit. And so that means you have to let go of grudges. You have to let go of any like negative mindset that you've been feeling towards people. So like you have to forgive the people in your life who have hurt you. Oh, man, I know there are some grudge
0: holders in the audience listening right there now, and they're like, fuck, no, I
1: will (laughs) never forgive
0: that asshole who did that to me. I know. And I've been in that mindset where I'm like, you know what? Fuck everybody. I'm going to be angry. I'm going to be upset at what people did to me. But Mm -hmm. did
1: any of that energy actually help me? I think sometimes feeling it, allowing yourself to feel the anger, but let it pass through you.
0: No, don't let it burn a hole through you. Yeah, that's when it gets... It just drags
1: you down Mm -hmm. because it's exhausting being angry. Exactly. And why it's like so important is like, I don't think we would have been able to build this podcast, build our social media, build a team, do any of this stuff, travel, have like the blessings that we have in our life. If we weren't actively every single day working on these things. And so it is like something that you should do every day, but today specifically is like a good day to do it. But yeah, I had to forgive my mom I had to forgive my dad I had to forgive ex-boyfriends who cheated on me I had to forgive friends who hurt me because that's how I accept and like move past it and then I just like know where I'm at and then I also have to forgive myself mm. for either a one allowing myself to be in those situations yep or how I handled those situations maybe I handled them poorly and not to my highest self
0: but you did your best at the time that you could Exactly. So you can't be angry at yourself. You had all of the information you had at the time. That's all you had. And now you're learning more information and you can change
1: your patterns and your behaviors. Mm -hmm. You do that a lot for me. If I'm like having negative self-talk, you'll be like, Jamie, you're doing a good job. So also just having good people in your life.
0: (laughs) I mean, I feel like when we met, I was, and you like helped me learn more about like changing your mindset. And like that became my... My focus, I literally don't remember what you said. You told me a story one time, and you were like, Emily, the ice water crystallizes when you
1: speak negative things to it. Like, I'm bastardizing what you said. I think, yeah. Basically, they put, like, ice water, and, like, there's they do this with plants, too. But you talk negatively to one, and you yell into it, like you know, I hate you. You're ugly. Like you're fat, like all these negative, like self-limiting beliefs, whatever. And then the other one you just praise. But the end of that story is the part with like the plant, the, part the plant that was talked poorly to died or like withered away. Yeah. And the plant that was talked positively to just grew and like blossomed. And that shows like that, the things that you say impact you. Um, I completely agree. So, I feel like I, we were talking about forgiving yourself, and that's where I was going with that story. <laughs> if none of that meets sense. yeah, forgive yourself and then talk positively. Like you did the best that you could. All you can do is take what you learned from the past and adjust as you move forward. And you can't hold your you can't be angry at yourself and feel bad that you didn't know what you didn't know. That's how we learn things as experience. Yeah. you know,
0: and if you're mad at yourself for allowing people to hurt you, well, then you learned a lesson. You learned not to let people do that. Mm-hmm. That in and of itself is a good thing. And learning lessons sucks and you should let your yourself feel the suckiness and then do your best to move on and come to terms with it and process and
1: grieve the loss. Yeah. A lot of it, we can talk all day and preach it, but we're going to give you a tool to kind of start that and get into that higher vibration where you just feel like happiness and love and joy that can you know, get you through the day. Cause you know, there's going to people, people who are listening are going through some like really shitty things. Like you may have lost somebody, you may have lost your job. Things could be tight, like whatever it is. And it's so hard to get yourself out of that and not play victim and not realize how much we actually do have because we're just focusing on the negative. Yeah. How much power we have. Mm-hmm. So how to shift your mindset. The first one's journaling. And this is kind of like a journal prompt that we have done before together. Um, but the first part would be like writing three things you're grateful for. And as you do this more, it'll become so much easier.
0: I like that. Mm-hmm. I had a therapist suggest this to me. Actually, a, a lot of therapists suggest this to me is starting with gratitude mm-hmm. and just three things every day that you're grateful for.
1: Yeah, Gary V always preaches about gratitude. He's like, they're like, why are you successful, Gary V? And he's like, because I'm so grateful. I'm grateful all the time. And he's expressing gratitude when you're constantly putting that energy into the world. That's what you get back. Like, that's what karma is. You know what I mean? What you put into the world, you get back. Yeah, The universe will hear you on that. And so for today being about money and careers, like, you got to be grateful if you want to go to the next step. I agree. Um But once you write down three things like you're grateful for, uh, it could be your house. You could be like that your siblings are safe, like whatever it is. Uh, you want to write three things like you fear or are stressed about like actually writing it down. Like what is, what is like the noise in my head that's going on?
0: Acknowledging
1: your anxiety, your fear, your depression Mm
0: -hmm. is important in working through
1: it. Yeah. Like for if you're a content creator, right? I fear that peop- I'm going to make content and people are going to call me weird and people <laughs> are going to like, think I'm like stupid or annoying. And the next part of this would be rewriting all those statements, like those fears into positive statements. So tr- rewriting your story essentially. Okay.
0: So they think my content's weird. So what people have called me weird in the past and what happened? This is me. If
1: you don't like me, then get out. Yeah, Exactly. You could take it the bad bitch route. <laughs> I am a motherfucking boss. And if you don't like it, I'm okay with then that. Leave. Yeah. But you could write that exact statement into, uh, I make quality content that people are so excited to watch and consume. Yeah. Like that's the fear. So I start changing it and you have to start believing it because if you want to ac- achieve anything, the first step is believing. If you believe you can't, you're not going to fucking do it. You, <laughs> know, you know, know what yeah. I mean? Cause you need that willpower and that strength to power through. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last thing I would do is write like three affirmations, like gratitude sentences about what you want to achieve. So, say I want a million followers on TikTok. I'm going to say, "I'm so grateful for the fact that I have a million loyal followers on TikTok." And then, as I write that, you literally want to like take a deep breath, breathe it in, and feel it, like. F- What, what emotions would be going through your body if you hit that 1 million? Like imagine you just hit it. You found out what would that mean for you? What would that like look like the brand deals, all this stuff coming in, like experience that as if you already have that. And then you'll start operating every day from that mindset. It allows you to get those fears, rewrite them and move on so that you can achieve and manifest everything you want. It's like, you're already there. You're You're already the only one
0: stopping you.
1: (laughs) Exactly. I mean, this
0: is also a call out to me. Cause bitch, I don't have a million followers on TikTok. I know, <laughs> but I am grateful that I will. Mm-hmm. I do. You have any old notebooks that with your goals written down? Um, I have a lot of like financial
1: ones. So have you wrote down like financial goals? Yeah, around? that
0: I've written down, and every year like I've exceeded them, mm-hmm. which is exciting. When you exceeded them, did they seem kind of impossible? When I wrote them down, they seemed impossible. I remember writing down one year, I was like, I'm going to make like three grand. And I was like, how the fuck am I going to do that?
1: <laughs> and then I did it. <laughs> yeah. Because you wrote it down. You had a vision. Yeah. And you were like, okay, I'm going to do this. And you were able to set your mind to it. I found, I it's so funny. I found books because my old sales boss used to make me do this. He used to make me write down my goals and have a, uh, a vision board and all this stuff. And I saw it and just to see how far I've come, it's like those weren't even, it was like 10 year plan. Here are those goals. I've hit those goals. That's pretty cool. Things that I like, and I just said it and forget it like sometimes too. Yeah. Cause I think sometimes when we focus so much on our manifestations and we're worrying, is it going to happen? When is it going to happen? You're blocking it. Mm -hmm. You're not just like allowing things to flow. Yeah. It's fear. It's a fear based, because you're like, well, what if it doesn't happen? Am I going to be able to pay my bills? You yep.
0: know? And I know shit is really scary and it's easy to let your anxieties rule your brain. Because that's what they do is they take over your rational thought and then you can't focus. Mm-hmm. But uh, reparenting yourself using these journal prompts is is retraining your brain. Yep. To
1: have maybe not less anxiety, but to be able to cope better. Oh, Absolutely. This is all shit my therapist would tell me, like, just like oh, you yeah. said, like I, and I was like, no, nope, I'm fine. I don't need this. <laughs> Give me some stupid. fucking Xanax. <laughs> kind of a prompt to like fix your mindset and relationship with money. Like, how was your relationship with money growing up? Like, what did you learn from your parents?
0: Um, nothing good. <laughs> I
1: thought you are just playing with this. I know I brought it out because I wanted it's to so play nice, with it too. Oh, sorry. No, 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 um, no. Play with it. It's, it's so cool. Yeah, money was
0: um, a stressful thing. I remember growing up with the 08 recession and that Ugh. like heavily affecting my family and that causing a lot of stress about finances on me. At one point, I thought we were going to have to sell our house and move to Panama. I don't know why he chose Panama, but that's where I thought I was going to move to. And he I was, was like, He said I, Panama? Yeah, he was like, we're moving to Panama. I told all of my friends at school. I was like, I'm moving to Panama, guys.
1: How would you say your mindset with money has changed from that? Oh, like I, what was the, what was the hardest part of what you learned from your parents about money to fix and change? Probably avoidance
0: instead of dealing with things. It's just, I struggle
2: with that. <laughs> it's just <laughs> avoid,
0: avoid, avoid, avoid. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think that's still like a, a sore point for me.
1: I feel like you're good at it. Cause you don't, you pay your bills. I go to you when I, you have to tell me like, Hey, this is due. <laughs> We all forget. Yeah. But I forgot to pay my credit card bill two days I ago. Grew up kind of wealthy and we lost it all. And it was a lot of like fear. Like we're not going to, we w- we didn't have food. We had fuel assistance. We had no hot water or heat. Um, I used to fucking steal shampoo and conditioner to have that and toothpaste. So like my brother and sister could fucking take care of themselves. Like basic necessities. Mm-hmm. My mom would have all of her bills and like mail Piled up for months and not open it And I just avoid everything We were losing our house We got fucked over with that Obama thing That they were helping with houses Back after like the housing crash So my mom was constantly finding herself in those positions (sighs) When I was on my own going into college and like getting a real job, I constantly found myself in situations with money like that where I was scrambling before rent. I had to ask ex-boyfriends for money or I couldn't pay my bills and then I have to pay them back. I had a list of who I owed money to. And it's just that constant cycle of what we learn from our parents affects Mm -hmm. us to this day. And I realized I just had like this negative thing about money. I like needed more money, but I didn't think I could make it. I didn't think that there were options outside of what I was doing. I was told to do the nine to five. I was told to be a server on the side. I was told to do all these things and not like do what I actually wanted to do, you know, um, and having to like retrain myself so that I can view money differently so I can build a foundation has really helped because I don't think I would have even thought any of this was possible unless I worked on that. You know. No,
0: I totally agree. I f- I really feel like the recession like hit a lot of kids without their parents even realizing.
1: Oh, it affects all millennials and like a
0: little bit below. Like we we were like heavily affected. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you remember that, Maggie. Yeah, like and I'm sure like the Great Depression caused like a cultural sort of scarcity with money yeah, just like it did with us where it's we need it, but how do we make it when there's no jobs? And it just creates this like narrative again in our heads that we're not going to make the money that we're constantly going to be struggling to fucking survive and that we're never going to thrive as human yeah. beings because we don't have money.
1: Yep. So uh, a way that you can do that is just like writing a letter to money. Again, this sounds so freaking lame. I understand, but I promise you it works Um, just get yourself to do it. Smoke a fucking blunt, get your fucking notebook. And while you're watching TV, just do this as a joke. Just allow yourself to kind of have fun with it, but write a letter to money, like dear money. I hate you. Like I think only rich people like rich people are bad. People with money are bad. Like you're the reason I'm struggling. Like Mm. money is the problem. Like write every fucking anger and fear and block you have with money. Let it out. Yeah. Then write a love letter to money. Like I am so grateful I have you and I'm able to, do X, Y, and Z. And I'm so like grateful for the opportunity. Like money is so abundant to me. Like Like, all of this pause. Thank you so much for everything you have done for me. Mm. Um, and we'll continue. I appreciate you. Yeah.
0: Literally just the love letter.
1: Yeah. You just got to dig deep, dig deep into yourself, the core of yourself and understand why you are the way that you are. And then you take all of that stuff and you fucking release it today.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah oh meditate on it i'm excited we're speaking in the future so we're gonna have to do this in a couple of days but you guys are gonna have to hustle and do it tonight
1: Mm -hmm. because
0: we're releasing this at 4 a.m so you got till 12 to do this motherfuckers yeah (laughs) don't be high and forget
1: yeah and then meditate on it because a lot of emotions might come up when i first started doing this i would cry yeah i was about to say like if you are scared and you're feeling that fear when you're writing this literally cry like allow yourself to feel that like shit this has been hard Yeah. Money has been tight. It's not fucking easy. It has made me struggle and just fucking feel it all and say, okay, today's the day I'm going to address this. I'm taking a stand and I'm going to change my life for the better by changing my relationship with money.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Obviously we are in what we feel like is a better place financially, um, mentally, mindset, in our careers, like we're getting closer to where we want to be. And it's exciting to see your 10 year plan come out. Oh my God, I'm already there. Mm -hmm. Like that's all dope. Have you noticed that people in your life have skived off because they've noticed the success in your life and your, what you're doing?
1: Yeah. Oh, for sure. (laughs) For sure. And I've talked about this, like as you start to get more confident in who you are, and in yourself and your vision, there are going to be people who don't believe in your vision and they're going to do everything in their power to make you not believe it either. And all it is is a projection of their self-worth and their fears and mm-hmm. they don't believe they're capable of doing that. They don't even see the possibility. Yes. It's their own narrative in their head. Yeah. And they're seeing you and they're, they
0: are they
1: want to take you down. <laughs> they wanna It fucking- sounds crazy. It sounds like <laughs> it's wild though. Like I... Every time I got into a relationship, my mom would be like, mm, he's going to cheat on you.
0: Like, why are you? Why are you projecting to, that? Yeah,
1: that's a fucking self-fulfilling prophecy.
0: Yeah. Why I, would you
1: ever say that to somebody? I don't know. I had all of my friends in high school and the people, girls in my fucking grade. And all of them were like, oh, you're doing social media. When I started, they were like, this is stupid. Like, you're like, like, just making fun of me, you know, and and basically saying, like, laughing at me in group chats to make fun of what I was doing on social media. But I had a vision. I was like, this is going to get me out of poverty. This is going to get me out of this family cycle. And I got it left and right bullied. And I lost friends. People, people stopped Who were my friends stopped following me on social media because they were like, we don't want to see your content.
0: Oh, the, my friends who've stopped talking to me because of my new career choice. Um, Cause obviously I've been doing this way shorter than you have But they still follow me, and I feel like they just lurk. And they just want to, they are angry that whatever is going on in their lives is not enough for them. And so they just lurk. They lurk, they stalk, and it's because they
1: They, just. They want to tell you you can't do it. They tell you you can't do it. They talk about you in group chats, and then they fucking watch every one of your stories. They follow (laughs) you like a fucking hawk because they're like. They want you to fail. They're like, they want to see you try and fail yeah. because it validates their own fucking like, Oh, I was right. And they can't wait to be right. It can't wait to be right.
0: That's hundred percent what it is. Cause these people have ghosted me or had explosive, like, fuck you. Like we're done. And now they're just like, Hmm. Yeah. I can't wait to
1: fucking tell Emily. She's a stupid bitch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I had people tell me that this podcast name was dumb. Yeah. The person like who I was going to initially start it with, who walked out, blocked me, did all this crazy shit, didn't think this was going to go anywhere, comes back and messages me and is like, oh, even though I didn't like the name, had to throw that in there. I'm really happy to see your podcast doing well. No, you're not. <laughs> no, you're, you're not. Mad. You're mad and you wish you <laughs> this was you. <laughs> and quite frankly, I'm very glad it's not. Yeah. Because those people, that person who I thought was my friend, there were little things throughout our friendship and our relationship that kind of I didn't realize was her letting me know she's not really for me. She's not about you. No. And that's
0: that's changing your mindset is, you know, you were sad when you lost her as a friend, as you should be. You know, it's mm-hmm. grieving a loss of a loved one. But at the same time, you recognize that. You lost her because she was not the right one for you. Exactly. And she was not meant to be
1: in your life in a positive manner. So you had to get rid of her. She was a block that would be stopping me and holding me back from like the success it had. She would tell me that I was selfish for working when I was the one paying for everything. She would tell me I don't care about her as a friend. If I said no because I had an, like a work appointment, like s- things that were like crazy and I loved her and I cared about her. So I didn't realize it was that until it was kind of too late. And it got me to a point where like financially I wasn't doing well because of it. And I feel like I recognize that in her from day one. I
0: did. I honestly did. But also I've been there where I've had friends who are negative fucking Mike. He was negative as hell as he's been telling me for years
1: Mm -hmm. and I never listened because I wasn't ready to listen. Yeah. You have to be ready. That's a huge part of it. You have to be willing (laughs) to do it. You have to make that decision and commitment to yourself. But I think it's super important. The amount of people, if I had a dollar for every person who made fun of me, talk shit behind my back, or said I couldn't do something, I would literally have my kids' college trust, like, college fund. Like, there's been so many people on social media and comments and people I went to high school with, people in my, like, jobs, everything, who have just thrown at me over and over. I'm constantly bombarded with people saying I'm not gonna do well. And the biggest thing I realized from that and years of that was I was surrounding myself with the wrong people. Yeah, you were. <laughs> <laughs> You're like fidgeting Sorry. with the little, I have this little there's like stress some, ball thing. There's something in it and I got really focused on what was in oh, it. Oh, it's coming out because there's a hole in it. So the sticky stuff is coming out. I of made it. her squirt. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> now I want to pick at it. I know. Sorry. Um, but um, surrounding yourselves with, with better people. Yeah. Cause you are a mix of the five people you surround yourself with and talk to the most. And how are those people talking to you? Are they constantly cheering you on? Are they putting your name out in a room full of opportunities? Yeah. Are they supportive even if they don't like what you're doing and are they outwardly supportive?
0: Cause they might be supportive to you and that's a form of outward support, but are they, what if they never post you on their story? What if they don't put your name out for recommendations? What if they don't meet somebody and they're like, Hey, you should talk to my friend, Jamie, you should talk to my friend, Maggie, like people that don't do that may seem very supportive to you, but what are their actions
1: showing you? Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, Just with that, I started surrounding myself with people with better money mindsets. I wanted to be in rooms of people who made more money than me and were smarter than me because naturally as a human, I'm going to try to rise to the level.
0: Yeah. My first sales manager taught me that he was like Emily I go to these mansion parties to meet these business people to meet these diplomats whatever I surround myself with people who are making millions of dollars every day and I do that because I want to be the best so I surround myself with the best
1: exactly mm-hmm. Yeah, and
0: sometimes the people who have been with you since day one are not going to be the best for you mm-hmm. and that really fucking sucks
1: yeah and the worst part, the worst part, or like, I guess it's like, honestly, the funniest part is the same people who tell you you're dumb or you're like stupid or it's not going to work are the same people who are going to copy the fuck out of everything you're doing when mm. it's cool or yes. when they feel comfortable and then they're going to come back to you and they're going to ask for advice or they're going to ask for help and they're going to so, support fake support you because now they want to be a part of your world when they weren't, they didn't want to be supportive in the beginning. Yeah. And I don't think that it would be grudge holding
0: to say no to them or to say you don't have time. And here's why, because you wouldn't be surrounding yourself with negative energy because it would be fake what they want from you. They Mm -hmm. would only be taking, they would never give. So that's holding boundaries. That's not you being a little bitch and never forgiving somebody. That's you being like, I can't have you in my life because you are not safe from my
1: mindset. So in regards to all of this and this topic and toxic people and kind of like getting yourself into a good mindset, we actually do have a question. We got an email from an audience member. So feel free to DM us or email us. Hi, Chloe. With with <laughs> advice. But uh, we have Chloe. She emailed us and she said, hi, girlies. Ooh, I, I have a question that I wanted to talk to you guys about on the podcast. I'm 23 and just moved to a new town with my boyfriend of four years. In the last, I'd say, two or three years, I've been doing some heavy self-reflection. We love that. Mm. Calling out my own shit. Okay. We love that. Dealing with my trauma and growing from it. Oof. That's that's hard shit to do. I'm proud yeah. of you. Doing that, I realized that my main friend group weren't treating me the way I deserved. Mm. None of them cared about bettering themselves. And then I found out all five of them were just kind of waiting to fuck me over and take advantage of me when I was drunk or take, or waiting to fuck me and take advantage of me when I was drunk. Oh, they wanted to fuck you? I, I don't know. It could be guy friends. Damn. Needless to say, that hurt a lot, so I dropped them quick. But now, I don't have any best friends. I have my boyfriend, but I want more than just him in my life. I don't have a girlfriend anymore. I don't have any other person I can be myself around. I have a lot of anxiety and I'm shy at first and I feel like people look at me as being boring and I don't ever know what to say or what to talk about. And then... They come over and we smoke, loosen up, but it ends up making me worse. Like, I'm not a very big drinker, but drinking absolutely helps me be me. I just hate the entire process of drinking, other than, like, a few hours of being drunk and having fun. Sorry I'm rambling, but I miss having a best friend like the two of you, and I feel so lonely. Thanks in advance, ladies. Oh, There's a lot to unpack there.
0: There is a lot to unpack. Chloe, you are loved. Yes. And I'm proud of you for dumping those friends. I just wanted to take advantage of you when you were drunk. That's...
1: Fucked up, and that's a good boundary to hold. Yes. Like, holy shit. It is. It sounds like you're working on yourself, and you are setting boundaries, which is the first step. And the... <laughs> <laughs> is that Harley talking? Yeah. Our cat's talking She's yelling. meowing. <laughs> um, it's so hard. Like, when I cut out that best friend, it, she was, like, my best friend. Like, Emily and I were close, but we were not as close as we are now. And I had gone through a breakup. I just felt alone, you know, Mm -hmm. like I felt, yeah, just alone. Like I had no one to talk to. And then I had to like work. I like looked at that and I was like, you need to be okay with being alone.
0: Oh, that's so important. You know, I love being alone. Mm -hmm. (laughs)
1: Like I would rather be alone now than have people I don't like. And I had to be alone and really set those boundaries. And the more that I started working on myself, I started attracting better people. In my life, I agree.
0: And people who want to see the real you—if people don't like you, like we were talking about, like if they don't like your content because they think you're weird, then their your content is not for them. You Mm -hmm. are not for them, and you will find your people. Yeah, I feel like we're still finding our people. So this is like a lot of people feel this way.
1: Yeah. Especially like specifically too, when you're growing, that's the mi- biggest part of growing and changing your mindset is you're going to notice it's a lonely process. It is a lonely process to grow, especially when the people around you don't want to grow. All that means is that those aren't your people. You have to find new people that are kind of vibing at the same frequency as you. And it's very, very possible. You just have to, I hate to say they like, do the toxic positivity part of it. Like feel the loneliness, understand why you're being lonely. What's that bringing up? Is it abandonment? Is it like, there's so much deep shit around that and then accept it and accept yourself and forgive yourself and allow yourself to be who you need to be unapologetically.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And you're going to find people who appreciate and you don't like you and don't want to lose you. Um,
0: I feel like I'm also shy at first. Like, I can be very quiet when I meet people for the first time unless it's for, like, a work event where I have to be yeah, captivating and, like, charming. You know what I'm saying? But I've made friends while being shy. Yeah, It's just really, it takes time, honestly, and that sucks to hear. But. Like we met Stormy six months ago and she called the other day. She was like, isn't it crazy that, that I met Jamie in a nail salon and now I call you guys
1: every day to fucking bother you. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> Stormy was on our podcast two episodes ago. If you haven't listened to that Stormy with a Chance of Chaos. It's a very great episode. There was a lot of chaos. But how many people did you lose around your pro- like in the process of you not only becoming who you want to be, but healing and setting boundaries?
0: Um I've never really had like a big friend group. Mm-hmm. So I had like 5 friends max, so losing like 3 of them was big. Was big for me. So I lost like 3 best friends I would say throughout this
1: journey. I think Emily watched me lose like 4 or 5 people close to me. Mm-hmm. Every single best friend that I had uh, who acted supportive of me ended up being either try to fuck my ex-boyfriend. Um, or tried to like, or dyed their hair the same color got a TikTok and all the shit that they made fun of me for and said they didn't want to be my friend for and said they were a comedian like I lost that person I wonder if she's lurking and then I and lost hearing her. this I know <laughs> and then I lost the other one who was just like could not respect any of my boundaries and like used me for money and it was just and then the boyfriend at the time and yeah. so all of those were in a span of a year yeah, and I was going through my spiritual awakening. I was healing. I was learning to set boundaries. I was journaling. I was doing all the stuff that we've been talking about, and I fucking lost everyone in my life. No, I know. I feel you. I I had a friend come back, like
0: a best friend, and I tried to set a boundary, and I like lost her again, and that was like a huge mm-hmm. like, oh wow, like I'm setting boundaries
1: now, and not everybody's going to respect like that. them. Yeah, and especially people who. When you were friends with them or their family member, anyone in your life that you never set boundaries with, they were benefiting off of you not setting boundaries. And when you start setting boundaries and they don't like it, that shows that they don't actually like you or respect you. They liked access to you and what you would give them. Yes. And now and that's a that's a sad, lonely
0: fucking realization. It is. I I set a boundary with my godfather like six months ago. We just had a really good talk. Um, three days ago and he was like, you know what? I never communicated with you. I never told you what my boundaries were, what my triggers were. And I was like, well, then how am I supposed to know that what I'm doing is hurting you if you can't tell me? Mm -hmm. And I was like, I was up front and I told you, those are my boundaries. If you can't respect them, then I need to distance myself. And he finally, it took six months for him to see that though. So people, it might be a learning curve just as you're learning and healing. Other people might not be doing that yet and you might be the one to
1: introduce it to them. Yeah. So give people some grace too. And I think giving them that grace and realizing that and accepting that is almost so freeing because you can feel what you are feeling and how it makes you feel. But you can also understand like there's nothing you can do about it. You can't change people and some you just got to let them go. Um, I do want to address that she was talking about how she was like, has a lot of anxiety and she's shy and people look at her as boring and she doesn't know what to say. So these are all conversations that she's having with herself in her head because of the anxiety. So reframing your mindset. Yeah. Say like, say to yourself every day, I'm a confident person. I have quality things to say. Cause it sounds like you being able to reach out to us and do all this healing. already I feel like there's probably a lot to you so you're not boring you're not boring like for us this is a good conversation we like talking about this stuff we sit and have like deep conversations like this probably
0: weekly yeah so the fact that you're being you're able to do that shows that you have that depth Mm -hmm. so you're
1: definitely not boring but I think and then just be kind to yourself be kind to yourself forgive yourself but also fake it till you make it oh yeah that's my life motto fake it till you make it <laughs> observe people who are social observe what they do how they talk to people what their energy is like and start like mimicking that like you have to practice it it's confidence and communication and hanging out with people and making friends that's a skill just like All you skills. learning excel or how to like do your job like yeah. you have to work at it and then one day it clicks and it becomes easy
0: Oh, yeah. It's literally just repetitions. Mm-hmm. You're practicing that friendship muscle. Yeah. got to do some curl-ups, girl. <laughs> no, yeah. but there, I feel like there's a breakthrough for me, like having to be more social, was you can walk up to people anywhere and have a conversation. Like literally, you, do that you that to could, everyone. I do that with everyone now. Like I could make a friend on the street. I could be like, I like your jacket. And then we're talking about, I don't know, what do people talk about?
1: That's literally how we met Stormy. <laughs> like Stormy just talked to me in a... In a nail salon. like Yeah. It's, I think putting yourself out there, even though it's so scary, like getting comfortable with being uncomfortable and, yes. real, and make it like a game to yourself. Like be like, okay, I'm looking to make one new friend when I do this. Like go join a class for a couple of weeks. Start talking to people. Have random conversations. It builds up. How many people can you compliment on the train on your commute to work? Mm-hmm. That person could end up being a friend. Yeah. Because that person could have needed that today and they liked your energy and you guys... Vibed and had good conversation. Yeah. Chloe, I think you're going to do great things. Me too.
2: <gasps> and
1: and I was not a big drinker either in college. Oh, me either. And like in high school when I was going through like a bullying and trying to figure out who I was and all of that stuff. Um, I think it's almost better if you don't drink because then you can. I agree. You're more aware. Like you're socially aware, situa- situationally aware of like the situation and... Plus, you don't get that nasty hangover. Yeah. Um, if you're not
0: a drinker, if you don't feel comfortable smoking in, like, social settings, that's totally fine. It's
1: just be you, be genuine, because people are going to like that. Yeah. And just fucking own it. I was looking at, um, <laughs> I was going through with Mr. Robotong, my old photos, and I scrolled back to uh, 2016 when I first, like, was really starting to do, like, vlog content for YouTube and my fitness channel. When I tell you I was a different person, I hear it in my voice, how I speak, I'm like, uh, hi, uh I'm Jamie, and I'm gonna tell you guys uh my fitness journey. I really hope you guys like it, like subscribe all we can of h- how much has like happened through growth and determination through people putting me down and all this stuff, feeling alone, those periods of isolation, even the beginning of the podcast, like we have improved so
0: much mm-hmm. that just shows you can practice anything and become better at it
1: yeah so uh there's growth and it's it's sometimes you just gotta like take the training wheels off and go full throttle into it (laughs) um but yeah i guess next next topic is like uh i think we kind of did that. yeah Yeah. um what is this oh that's wrong i haven't done that yet (laughs) because that will go here Okay, so speaking of I'll let you kind of run this whole topic and okay. I'll just be the commenter. Um, alright. <laughs> oh. Hold on. My titties keep like the shirt keeps not um Does it need to be tighter? It's dude, it's so tight. Oh. That's the thing. I've tightened it like six times. <laughs> the boobs are just hanging and banging. Oh
0: okay Oh my god, I'm sore. All right, so we talked a lot about toxic people. Learning how to set our boundaries, really working on changing our mindset so that we're not surrounding ourselves with toxic people who are abusive, but I feel like we just got to discuss the elephant in the room. Frickin' Kanye
1: West. Kanye West. Yay, what are you doing? The yay of yay needs to not he needs do to to not any more stay. yay. <laughs> yay is the term for coke back in Boston. Oh, everyone really? calls it Yay. Really? Yeah, they're like, you want want some yay? And I'm like, (laughs) I feel feel like he needs to chill. He, I feel, he's exhibiting like really abusive patterns of behavior. He is. Should we explain for the audience exactly kind of what the background story is and what he's been doing on social media right now? All right, let's do a whole rundown. So a year ago, what, a year and a
0: half ago, Kanye... Kim announces that she wants a divorce. Mm-hmm. It was like a while ago. So this has been leading up to for probably years that we just don't know about. What, six months ago, I want to say, they officially like file for divorce. And it's Kim doing all of this. She's the one putting in the work to really divorce he herself. He doesn't from- want a divorce her. No. But... Their whole relationship, he moved to Wyoming. He was not living with the kids and his wife. Like, he was far away, and he wanted to be isolated from his family. Mm-hmm. So he was pushing her away long before any of these divorce proceedings started. They get divorced, and he starts doing really weird shit to try to get her back. Like, really weird. For Valentine's Day, he sent her a truck
1: full of of roses he's snuck in a bush in the bushes dressed up as a bush outside of her house to stalk her he bought the house across the street from her because she doesn't want to talk to him she's dating pete davidson now he starts dating julia fox or wait what's her name yeah julia fox they just broke up they just broke up and he's writing every caption on instagram capital letters (laughs) Pete, you can't, he keeps calling him skeet. (laughs) You can't talk to our kids. Like, you'll never meet my children. Kim, take me back. All while he has a girlfriend. He's been fucking people left and right. I heard somewhere that he was caught
0: with, like, three women in a balcony in Paris. In Miami, he was caught with, like, three different ladies all walking out all around his hotel room. Like, Mm -hmm. he's been He
1: gave no fucks about his marriage or trying to win Kim back. No, but he's putting all this, like, social media spectacle. It's at the point where it's borderline harassment.
0: I, I'm i honestly, like, scared for the kids. I mean, they have great security, I'm sure. But, like, it's giving me... He's going to murder the entire family and then kill himself vibes. Yeah, very unstable vibes. Um, and I understand that people with mental illnesses sometimes do things that... As I have one, like, we don't always do things that make sense. But... Being mentally ill, having a mental illness, does not give you an excuse to be abusive.
1: Yeah. I think if you Google... The issue is, and the reason we wanted to bring up this topic is, if you Google Kanye West and Kim right now, everything is squeaky clean. Like, it, all of the headlines are, like, positive. Oh, he brought her roses, blah, blah, blah. He's fighting for Like, he's fighting to keep, like, not divorce Kim and keep his family. Like, all good stuff when no one's really talking about how fucked up it is and how inappropriate it is to just take you and your family's laundry and drag it all across for the world to see. I mean,
0: God, poor North, when she grows up and she sees that his her dad was talking about her mom wanting an abortion. I know. That's so hard for a kid to read. Like, it seems like he's bringing up these issues about the kids really just to dig at Kim. Yeah, and, and not she's beca- setting boundaries. Yeah, and not to really... Yeah, she asked him to stop showing their private text to the world because he's been screenshotting their text and sharing it with everybody. He showed up at um, one of the kids' birthday parties. Like, because ASAP... No, fuck. Travis Scott. Okay, so he showed up at one of the kids' birthday parties. He wasn't invited. They have, like, different custody things. So I'm sure the kid was thrown two parties. I mean, they're billionaires. Yeah. They can afford two parties. Kanye posted everyone's social media. He was like, I'm being taken away from my kids. I'm not allowed to see them. All of this shit going off. And eventually they have to bring him into the party just to like shut him up.
1: Yep. Now, what if the roles were reversed and Kim was doing this to Kanye, dragging him all over social media?
0: They'd be like, she's crazy. You can't listen to anything she says. She's off her tree. Kanye would probably get custody. They would use it against her so she would no longer have custody of her kids. Absolutely. They would probably fucking sectionate her and get her into a mental hospital.
1: Literally, they'd be like, this woman's unstable. She has no right managing her kids. Look at her, like how she's doing it. And no one's saying that about Kanye. Why, Why are men allowed to get away with that? And women are. Why is he being treated differently? Because it's Kanye. It doesn't matter if it's Kanye. It's harassment. He's harassing a woman. (laughs) Legally, he is doing something wrong.
0: The fact that he bought a house just this whole time, you wanted to be in Wyoming when your kids were in L.A. and now you have to be this close to them. And
1: here's the fucked up part is the Kardashians are known for creating Mark large-scale marketing PR stunts. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, they will PR stunt anything to build buzz. And so if this is a game, if this is a way that they're trying to advertise and promo Kanye's new album... That would be so fucked up. They're literally using their children as bait, as marketing objects... Yep. ...so that they make more money. And they're oh. also a lot showing... Full harassment. That's why Kim's not actually probably doing anything and letting it get away because this is all promo for them.
0: Oh, and it's all a distraction from Astroworld. Nobody's talking about the people who died. Nobody's no, it's talking over. about it's, his suit. Yeah, that's forgotten.
1: Yeah. It's so, just sad. And it shows the world what kind of behavior is allowed and accepted in the media and in society and within celebrities and it's teaching people and young people who are watching this that this kind of behavior is okay and it's really not
0: no it's not okay it's just another step up from when we were kids watching tv and seeing toxic portrayals of relationships now we're seeing it in our social media it's just being distributed to our population differently
1: and the movies fucked up our
0: relationships like and so will social media yes yes Yes. Oh my god, I'm just thinking like if my freaking ex did this, and actually he kind of did. He showed up with presents. Like, oh, he showed up at our door unannounced and was like, "Let me in." And, and he like, did no. he stayed for hours. Like, outside our that house. That was
1: scary. I didn't like that. Yeah. I can only imagine how Kim is feeling. I know. I feel bad for women who have to go through that kind of like stalkerish abuse and there's nothing like cops are like, "Oh, we can't do anything" or like whatever. What are you going to get a restraining order on the father like of your kid? Like that's just like there's so many like aspects into it. It just kind of fucked up. But um speaking of incel oh. men. <laughs> oh god, who are we talking about now? We had a great week on TikTok for our podcast. Make sure you follow us at woo, woo. two girls one blunt pod and the u in blunt is an underscore. Um we'll
0: put that down in the description below. <laughs>
1: Check us out. We did have a TikTok uh, go viral. We'll um we'll type we'll add in the voiceover so you can hear it and on the video you guys can watch it and we got some comments from guys that we just wanted to address Um, have you done anal no say really for marriage because I don't ever want to go somewhere and be like babe that guy fucked me in the ass And I could be like, hey, babe, opinion. sorry, but I'm face fucked by these five guys at the bar. <laughs> but that one over there no, fucked me in the ass. That's and that's all, worse. I have not been face fucked by five guys either. So that is also in that realm. What
0: you're saving for marriage. I'm not living. I bet we got some great, great comments. Oh, all right. Let's read this doozy. <laughs> she was saying she was saving it for marriage and the comments were They great. loved that. They were like, oh, she's such a good
1: girl. Like, so innocent. Yeah, right. One of them literally was wifey material. About her, like, men saying, like, oh, that's wifey. Like, what? Because you don't do anal, you're wifey? So is anal the new, like,
0: your hymen is intact? Right? What year are we in, men? Come on, guys. The hole is still tight no matter how many times you use it, honey.
1: (laughs) And also, like, wifey material for a fucking insecure man, maybe. But, like... There's men out there who are sexual, who like sex. Maybe their kink is butt stuff. Wifey material for them is a woman who just likes to take it in the butt. Who knows how to handle it? Who are like, you know, that is not me. I am not the one for you. I'm sorry, sir. And it just goes to show how the, again, the double standard for men and women in this situation is so different because no girl's going to be like, well, he's not husband material because he fucked Allie in college in the butt. Oh, my gosh. Okay.
0: Like, you know what I mean? Wait, this comment. The fact that in our society, it's the norm for women to fuck so many guys is a disgrace. I just realized this right now.
1: Well, um
0: sir, we've been fucking so many people. You just realized this right now that we can do that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, that's the thing. It's like, well, what about it's. The fact that in our society, it's a norm for men to be sluts and whores is disgusting. Do you know how
0: easy the men I've been with are? They're easy as fuck. Dude, they try to fuck me
1: right away. They literally throw themselves at me. They'll actually guide me to it and try to put my hand on their dick after just meeting them and be like, come on. No, they make out with you and they're hard. Yeah. That's disgusting. That's That's disgusting. Yeah. Not husband material. Like not just being touched by any woman should make you hard. No. Honestly. It should only be your wife. Men should save, (laughs) men should save their penises for marriage because if they don't, they're low value men. And quite frankly, they don't deserve your time. No. And I'm, I'm a, like
0: a high value woman. That's why I get so much top tier dick.
1: Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Dick that saves it just for you because we don't want no whores out there. We really
0: don't. I don't like slutty men. Yeah. It, I don't want to fuck a dude off. that's
1: fucked over three people. Cause that's like, what are they?
0: Ugh, ugh! I couldn't even imagine that.
1: They must have like STDs or something. Oh, they have to. They're dirty. Like you yeah. can't clean that shit off no they probably come so many times like their cum doesn't even have sperm in it to get me pregnant. <laughs> it's just dust <laughs> yeah so you just mm. what a shame what, what a shame, shame in men these days ladies we should just start fucking each other that's what one of the next comments said <laughs> wait where was it we're here the lesbian one yeah wait yeah it says she should probably just go lesbian ain't no dude gonna want sloppy seconds I know several
0: dudes who want sloppy seconds. <laughs> dudes are not
1: like... I know several dudes who <laughs> would line up in a row one after another to have it. It wouldn't even matter who had it before. <laughs> Honestly, I could be down with that. Yeah, me too. Just a little... Oh, <sighs> cue the comments. These stupid whores. We can joke and talk about sex like and it not be like, that's what we actually do. Like, oh. That's what's so funny is we talk about sex and guys take it as such literal statements when they have locker room talk. This is locker room talk. And if you don't fucking like it, don't talk about women that way. Yeah. You stupid bitch. Yeah. You just fucking flesh meat stick. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you flesh um, meat stick. Also, let's talk about sloppy seconds. How do you expect a woman to like be able to fuck? You want women to fuck like porn stars, yes, and take care of you and do all. But it's practice. It's repetition. Yeah, you have training wheels on the bike for a fucking reason. One day you'll take them off and you'll be able to ride that bike. And the more you fucking ride that bike, maybe you'll pop a wheelie. Who knows? <laughs> Isn't it weird how like so much of this is rooted
0: in pedophilia? Yes, like men want like the young, the virginal, the innocent. Why? Why? Why would you not want someone experienced? So you want a
1: child? Just tell us you like to fuck children.
0: Yeah, let us know because oh. then we'll send you to jail.
1: Yeah, what does your Pornhub search history look like? Do young have teen that shit on? gets fucked. Oh. Young virgin, mm. like, <laughs> and she's Step like Thanks, Daddy. Yeah. Oh my god. Y'all are fuck. We're gross. We're not wifey material. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you and your pedophilic fucking tendencies and your misogynistic views. Yeah. You can't eat my ass.
0: No, because you're gross Inky. and you're a low value man.
1: All right. Sorry. I had to get that out.
0: <laughs> we, were, we were holding that back in for a while, guys.
1: Yeah. Um, um. Okay. I like this comment. That's great. But why would you
0: say that? The guy or girl might not want to know what you did with past relationships. Okay. All right. If you don't want to know if you want to go into a relationship not knowing anything about their past, then that's something that should be communicated. Yeah. And, and that's weird. Yeah, because if
1: you weren't <laughs> going to tell me about your past, I'd be like, would you hide about? buddy? I would never trust you. Who's in your trunk? Are you trying to fuck my sister in Facebook DMs? I need to know these things. <laughs> we do need to know these things. You know, I think I love knowing about like significant others pass, I'll question them like a hawk. Me too. And it's not even like in a weird like way where I'm like trying to figure things out. I just love learning about them. Yeah. Like, I love learning about the types of women that they've interacted or things that they did or what they liked, what they didn't like. That's how I'm learning about how to be a better partner for my person.
0: I always say like when you're in a relationship, you come like you become an encyclopedia of that person. Yeah. Like you take on a, a new part of them. So like, I would want to know everything yeah I'm nosy
1: I think if you don't want to know and part of me used to not want to know because ignorance is bliss and I was super insecure but just realize that just realize you're insecure and you don't want to know and don't put that on other people who are not insecure and are confident in talking about their sexual past with partners who are also confident in hearing about it because we're just being honest yeah Cause it's, you're saying like, why would you say that they might not want to know? I wouldn't be talking or hooking up with somebody who wouldn't want to know, who wouldn't want to get to know me because my past, my experiences, my relationships, like that is a part of who I am today. It's a big part. What I learned from it, what I'm going to be doing differently, like all of those things and how to finger guys' ass. I wouldn't have known that (laughs) without a previous
0: partner. (laughs) What if I do like the Glock Glock? I look up, I'm like, yeah, Mike taught me that. (laughs)
1: stop like bleh, bleh. yeah he told me to do that okay. the double-handed oh my all right, god all right. there's a time and place one to tell your partner about your past and it's not while you're <laughs> sucking his dick not in the bedroom no <laughs> not in the, not in the bedroom it would be like a oops sorry nipples that's slip. like an
0: intimate like late night conversation you know
1: yeah I um I bought the we're not really a stranger and we'd played that again like when I went to visit in Boston mm. and it, w- it w- all of it was about past relationships. I love and that. it just was like really nice to like learn about what was everything. I didn't come from like an insecure place. I wasn't t- like, wow, he fucked people in the past. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh no. I don't know how I'm going to deal with this and he doesn't like me. Like, no,
0: I would want someone to be open. Just like I'm open with them. Uh, after this break, we're going to get into stony baloney. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all we're back. Higher than ever, actually I've been higher, but we're still high, and it's gonna be stony baloney today. You wait with.
2: All
0: right, let's start over. <laughs> Jamie's eating a uh, Krispy Kreme donut, and this is the beginning of stony baloney. We're munching, we're getting ready for the birthday weekend, and we're gonna be.
1: Oh yeah, we never said it. My birthday is this week. Oh, happy birthday! So tomorrow. If you wanna to subscribe to my OnlyFans and help me pay my bills, that'd be a great present. That'd be a great present. It's a
0: Krispy Kreme donut. For me too,
1: if you want to give me that present. Gives me life. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're playing this or that. Or would you rather?
2: This or that. Okay. This is the first question. This or that, or would you rather?
0: This or that. Would you rather?
2: <laughs> Ooh, toughy. I think the right answer is this or that.
0: <laughs> 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 Mickey's taking charge.
2: Okay, guys. Who's ready?
0: I was born ready. Right on. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like you don't think I'm funny because you're just like, okay.
2: No, I, I'm laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Save 100 strangers or one loved one?
1: A loved one. A loved one. Fuck these strangers. I don't know them.
2: <laughs> it's a classic I don't know them. Question. Right? Do you, you remember ethics <clears throat> class? If I
1: had to save my brother yeah. or a hundred people on a bus, I'm not fucking Spider-Man over here. I'm gonna <laughs> save my brother, okay?
0: Like, is it like the ethics where it's like there's five people on a train track and then you could save one person but kill five? Yep.
2: Yeah. Always go for the loved one.
1: Yeah.
0: Always go for the most people murdered.
1: <laughs> Cut. Emily Emily used to beat up grandmas on caller duty. <laughs> I was really bad at caller. I almost said Call of Duty. Wait, not Call of Duty. <laughs> em- Emily used to beat up grandmas in Grand Theft Auto. So. I love Grand Theft Auto. I love Grand
0: Theft did Auto. Did you ever throw
1: a grandma over the pier? No, but I feel like I walked I up did.
0: to people and hit them. <laughs>
2: <When you're> playing...
0: <laughs> or like hit them over a bus.
2: When you're playing uh, Grand Theft Auto, car or bike?
1: Bus. Car. <laughs> <laughs> Plane. <laughs> Class <Mass> destruction.
2: Train or airplane.
1: Airplane. What? Train or airplane? For what?
2: For murdering? That's no, this or, or that. A, murdering? The next just question. Just, no, no, just kidding. No, let's not answer that.
1: Trainer, Never forget.
2: Train or plane? Train or plane.
1: Oh, she was thinking about a terrorist attack, <laughs> yeah. and I was thinking what I would enjoy for travel. Yeah. Wait, What's what was the question?
2: <laughs> it's this or that. Just train or plane, whatever your brain goes to, I guess.
1: Honestly, I like a good
0: scenic train ride.
2: Yeah, right on. How about... um. <laughs> Boring. Be, en- <laughs> be embarrassed or be afraid?
0: Uh, be embarrassed. I'd rather be embarrassed. You can make a joke out of it, but if you're afraid, you pee your pants.
1: Do you pee your pants when you're afraid?
2: <laughs> Don't look under the blanket. <laughs> Why are you afraid right now? We're <laughs> uncovering <laughs> new things. What? <laughs> She's afraid because interviewer or interviewee?
1: I like being the interviewee. I Is that where you get asked questions? Yeah. That's nice. It's easy. <laughs> it's so much easier. <laughs> When you're interviewing people, you got it's a lot of brain power. Yeah, right. it's hard. On a, I like it's no hard thoughts. on a stoner podcast to interview people because I'm like, what was I supposed to? Who yeah, are yeah. they? I'm like, who's the guest again? <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, great story, man. Who's next? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: Whose oh, line me? is it? Sorry. sorry. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. <clears throat> uh,
2: Netflix or Hulu.
1: Netflix. Netflix.
2: Right. Night or morning. I struggle <sighs> with this one. Both. Right. What. <laughs> It's like the chicken or the. I'm egg. more it of a
1: night person, away. like awake wise, and like get work done. But I feel like the morning is also when I'm the most productive, yeah. and I love the sunshine. So yes. I literally don't know.
0: I'm just gonna go with morning. Last dance. Morning would.
1: Ooh. <laughs> For- I don't get that anymore. Actually, morning sex. I sometimes I like morning sex. I love than, morning sex. Yeah, like waking up early. I feel like I'm just sitting like this, and I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> like hunched over okay
2: i feel guilty during morning sex i do it like my mouth just got soaked up because that morning breath be ripe oh so you can't really like moan during morning sex no "Mm." i'm like i Mm. ate garlic last night (laughs) pussy pussy before uh toothbrush What?
1: what sweat
2: uh whatever sweating or shivering
1: sweating uh sweating i don't like being cold yeah yeah shivering
2: hurts Hang out with little kids or old folks?
1: (laughs) I like both, but probably old folks. (laughs) I think kids are fun, and I like being like a teacher. I
0: like being able to cuss at old people. You can't cuss at kids.
2: Uh, Glamping or camping? Glamping. (laughs) Can you explain that to me? What's glamping? I I never...
1: It's like you're in a cabin. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You explain. (laughs) You got like... You
0: have electricity, you can take a shower, you can take a bath, there's running water, you can charge your phone, there's you have your wifi. own shower. To yeah. Hotel.
1: It's like bougie camping. Yeah. It's when, a hotel, basically. Yeah. A, a hotel in the woods. <laughs> like tiny houses in mm-hmm. the woods would be glamping. Okay. Yeah. Cute. Like, yeah, fuck bugs.
0: Yeah, I don't know.
1: Mm. Yes. I also don't want to get murdered. I think of the Blair Witch Project woods are the the woods Woods are the place where you don't go. Have you seen any fucking any movie, any movie, any of the news? Like the most disappearances are in national parks. Fuck that shit. I'll enjoy my hotel (sighs) and safety.
2: (laughs) I love any movie. That's my favorite movie. Any movie, any movie.
1: Yeah. Same.
2: (laughs) Protagonist or sidekick. Speaking of movies,
0: protagonist, protagonist always. Yeah.
2: And, um, would you rather the teacher read your text messages out loud or the teacher tells the whole class your grade? Come on.
1: Grades. Because I was a good student. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> they'd grades. be like, Jamie got 100. And I'd be like, you hear that? <laughs> but if they read my text messages out loud, it's like, I want you to come inside me. And they're like, you're 17. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I feel like I was very graphic and they would have read some bad things back then.
1: Yeah.
2: I actually had both happen to me. Really? Had, what In sixth grade, I had a teacher that would hand out the tests and read everybody's grades out loud. I had That's a teacher cool. like that. And then in eighth grade, I got in trouble because I told my friends I was getting nudes from a girl. And they were talking about a basketball practice and the prick coach went and told the principal... And I got called down to the office the next day and they took my phone and they went through my phone. Those fucking Catholic school creeps. What That's fuck? creepy. Mm-hmm. That's
1: such an invasion of privacy. And they,
2: they took my phone for like a day or two. Those creeps. Now that I'm thinking, about they
1: probably it. sent those pictures to themselves to yeah. jerk off.
2: I, they did you me, really get nudes? Yeah, but they gave me a heads up. So I'd been deleted all the pictures. Oh, but now that I'm thinking about it, why did they take my phone? That's that so That makes weird. no
0: sense. Why did that is why so was creepy? that allowed?
2: I don't know why I even handed my phone. I, I was a, uh, I was in the Catholic school. I was blinded. I was just following Christ.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I <it> was- Jesus <laughs> wants you to hand over your phone. I if Jesus said, Jesus jump, "Jump, how high?"
2: That's amen. Amen,
1: amen to that. that. Amen. Hey, all right. What's the next one? <laughs> Bring her up.
2: Um, physical work or mental work? Mental, mental.
1: Yeah, even though it's pussy. exhausting.
2: I like this one. Rich and famous or rich and unknown?
1: Oh, rich and famous. <laughs> um,
0: I feel like Rich and famous, but if I was like when I'm gonna be famous, I would want to be like left alone. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. And that's not a reality. If I just could wake up with a trust fund and no one knew that I had a trust fund, and I could just be me and do whatever the fuck I'd want, then I'd want that.
0: I think I don't know, but then I would also want to be famous while want, being rich. I literally so,
1: came out of the womb wanting to be famous. It's it's a conundrum.
2: We'll just skip that one. I would just
1: say rich. conundrum. <laughs> That's a funny word. Say,
2: either way, we're rich.
1: Either way, we're rich. In yeah.
2: Spirit. <laughs> um. Did I do all of them? Did I ask you if you'd like being cooked or being cooked for? Cooked if for like cooking or cooked.
1: I think a cooked lot of for. these are just going to show how like. Bougie we are.
2: How glam you are. Glam. We
1: glamp life.
0: Oh man.
2: I think this is the last one. Um fiction or non-fiction?
0: Fiction. Fiction.
2: Right on. Like fantasies.
0: Yeah. Otherworld shit.
2: There's a
0: book I read that's really good about like they open a gate to hell. Like these scientists, and then they summon a demon, and then like the demon like takes over somebody's body, and he like does a road trip across America, just like fucking people, and then killing them after he fucks them.
2: Is that the Bible?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Westward oh, Ho! Oh man! But now I can't remember the name. So I love, I do love like fantasy stuff. What was your favorite like fantasy series growing up? We're on uh, we're on book talk now. <laughs> I liked Aragon.
0: Oh, that was good. That was good. And like Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter. Yeah. Anything to do with dragons. I was like,
2: yeah. A book tattoo.
0: All right, what was your favorite um like fantasy book growing, growing up? up? Yeah.
2: I
1: loved the Divergent series and I read it before it was a movie. And I thought it was so cool how like the divergent people were the ones that the government couldn't control because they were free thinkers. They thought for themselves. I love that. series. They had a dynamic personality, basically. And I was like, yeah, that's me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I actually ended up getting a tattoo that says divergent when I was 18. And this was in 2012, I think. I'm like showcasing it. It's such a shitty tattoo. I got it done in a mall. <laughs> um oh, god. Squid's Inc. shout out Squid Zink and in Mass. Oh my god, fucking Mall. like Hanover. Yeah. Everybody I knew went there. Yeah, that's where I went when I was 18 with my mom. And so I got it to represent like I wanted a word for my first tattoo that was like Free Thinker or something like that. But I was like, I can't just get Free Thinker tattooed on me. That's lame. And I was like, here's a word that no one would know besides the nerds who read books like that. And then like a year or two later it becomes a movie. And, and now it's like, you're like, oh, I knew that artist way before they
0: got famous. And you're like, those people.
1: No, it w- people were like, <laughs> you got a Divergent tattoo? What a fucking loser. It was like getting a Hunger Games tattoo. You know what I mean? Like, I was made fun of for it. Maybe and- I was
0: such a nerd that the only people I was around were like, fuck yeah, get those tattoos. Because we all were planning, like, nerdy-ass
1: tattoos growing yeah, up. Yeah, that's true. I know. I don't think that was... I mean, those same people who made fun of me, I think it was just like an ongoing joke to like make fun of me in college. And I think that's where I grew thick skin and got funnier. But people would always come up to me and they'd be like, oh, don't talk to Jamie. She's divergent. And they started like making. (laughs) I would definitely do that to you. I would would definitely. Anytime I would be talking to you in class, they'd be like, sorry, professor. She's divergent. (laughs) Like they would make it their. They would make it a point to just rub it in my face that I had a divergent tattoo for years. And so, yeah. It was God, That's so funny.
0: <laughs> but I can't say I wouldn't do the same to you. I know. Like now, I think I'm going to start st- doing that. I'm and gonna be it- like, "Don't don't don't listen to anything she's saying. She's divergent.
1: It's Fuck fine." You. <laughs> I know. i <I'm>, <laughs> she gave me the weapon we're gonna get like comments on this video and everyone's just gonna be like sorry jamie's divergent yeah sorry it's fine it's you're (laughs) the real if you go to our tiktok and you comment jamie's divergent oh you will be a part of the ongoing inside joke yeah okay you know what i'll I'll let you in on the college inside joke y'all are family now (laughs)
2: #JudyIsDivergent.
1: Like that. <laughs> that's gonna be the head. That's gonna be the title of
0: the episode. It's gonna be trending on Twitter. Just right. wait.
1: <laughs> Just wait, guys. Oh man. All right. Well, it was a more serious episode, but I we got into some good shit today.
0: Yeah. We had a good day, guys. We did. Thank I you hope you enjoyed part it. Of it. And we hope you have a good day <laughs> from listening to us. Leave a. Done.
1: Okay, okay, Jamie, it, you're take in. it over. <laughs> you're tapping me in. Am I really stinky right now? No, you just smell like deodorant. I feel like I smell pungent. I farted, Maggie. Maggie. <laughs> um, is it the sweatshirt? No, no, we're good. We don't smell.
2: <laughs> uh, I, I farted. Oh, you did? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna do it again. <laughs>
1: Nikki what the fuck? I was, I was talking to Emily. I was like, in the beginning of the podcast, I was like, how funny? How would it sound? You would hear the delicate, like every in part of the fart. The, you know what I mean? Yeah, of you, your you, ass you would, cheeks. Yeah. Uh, if Do I you have, ever feel
0: that ripple in your butthole, you are like, blub, blub. yeah.
1: <laughs> It's like letting you know like an earthquake is about to happen. Uh, All right. Well, we appreciate you guys listening. Make sure to leave us a five-star review on Spotify. Five-star. If you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, please write us a five-star review. Let us know what you love about the podcast. Everything. (laughs) And what maybe you want to see in the future. And we are taking... (laughs) We are taking um, questions. We're going to do advice. So just like our girl Chloe yeah. emailed us uh we want to keep doing that so message us any questions you have and we will shout you out on the podcast fuck yeah and that was fun that was fun all right subscribe to our only fans bye bye